Hi everyone, so last night I went and saw the Joker. I thought it was brilliant, I really did enjoy it. Um, there was elements of it that particularly stood out, one of which was the fact that it was very refreshing to see this kind of take on the superhero genre. A genre that is, unfortunately, and I know people will say, no, it's not, it's going to live forever, is going the way of the Western. It will eventually die out and we'll go, do they still make those superhero films? We're all into Fast and Furious 24 now. Turkey a slam, or whatever they're going to call it. I thought it was a really good film. I did enjoy it. There was one part of it I really did enjoy was the idea that we don't know that everything Joker is telling us is true. And that reminds me a lot of Fight Club in the sense that we don't really know that everything Jack or the narrator Edward Norton is telling us is true. We don't know if Marla is real. And I think this kind of becomes clear in the Joker. Spoilers for the Joker, by the way. When he crawls into the fridge... We never see him leave the fridge, and the next thing we see is a phone call from the TV show that he idolises, that he's always wanted to be on, telling him he's going to be on that show. It's almost seems like everything past the fridge is a vision of what he would like, because he wants to be famous, he wants to be loved, he wants people to laugh and respect him. This happens at the end of the movie when he stood on that burning car in the middle of Gotham as the city burns around him. And people are looking at him and chanting at him. People love him. He's the he's their hero. He got the um, stage presence that he um, that he needed. It also remind not only did it remind me of Fight Club, it reminded me of the King of Comedy, Taxi Driver, and God's Only Man. Those are just a few of the films that I really did enjoy. Um, his whole story in the film changes with flashbacks. So, like I said, how do we know that this film isn't just a vision? How do we know? It isn't true. You sort of get different stories from the one narrative. I really did enjoy it. For the first time in a long time, it gave villain it gave a villain a motive. It's very rare, especially when you look at a lot of the Marvel films. It's just a guy who turns up and he just doesn't like people. This film made you very sympathetic for Joker, I think. And it sort of made you think, I agree with the reasons he's doing what he's doing. I don't think I would take the same path. But I understand and I can see and know why he has become a psychopath. You sort of do feel sorry for him. And that does sort of make you question your own moral like, life and boundaries when you're watching this film of a man, let's face it, a serial killer, who, you know, and you're sort of watching it going, oh, I sort of agree with him in a strange, weird way. The violence in this film is nothing. The film's a 15, and I think it should be an 18, because the violence that we see... Is graphic, but it's nothing we haven't seen before in movies. So I don't understand why it's getting all this negative press when films like Deadpool and a few Tarantino movies are far more violent than this is. And um, spoilers, by the way, there are seven deaths in the film, five of which are shown on screen, and the other um, the other two happen off screen. But the impact is just as scary and terrifying as the ones that happen on screen. So the first three deaths are people in a train station, two of which die on the train and one is chased through the station and he's um, you know, shot at close range. That that When I watched that, it hit me hard. I was like, holy shit, this is quite a dark film. It was way darker than I thought it was going to be. And I think that's a huge problem with this, is people going, it's a comic book movie, it's got the Joker, I'll go see this, I won't be scared. And holy shit. That whole sequence is quite terrifying because it's the way Todd Phillips has made this film is very contained it's a very claustrophobic movie. So when there are violent scenes, you feel like you're there. So I think it's a very good testament to Todd 
that he's managed to create such a diverse film because it proves that he's a bloody brilliant filmmaker and he should be given more stuff like this. The fourth death um, is shown on screen and it's of his co-worker Randall. He's stabbed in the side of the head with scissors and his head is blasted against a wall. Um, Like all the deaths in this film, they all have a reason. It's not just violence for the sake of violence. It's the Joker is taking revenge on people who have wronged him and people who have encouraged him or been part of his active decision to become the Joker. So Randall, for instance, gives him a gun at the start of the film to protect himself that he uses to kill the three men who intimidate him on the train. Um, He then later kills his mother because she lied to him and she was a psychopath and abused him as a child, which he later finds out. He kills Murray Franklin, played by the brilliant Robert De Niro. Um, This is kind of important to the story because he kills his hero. He looks up to Murray, who, like everybody else in the film, wrongs him. And he's part of the reason he becomes a joker. Murray shows a clip of him failing as a stand-up comedian and brings him on the show under false false purposes, I believe, and um, makes a fool out of him in front of this audience. So he takes his revenge on that. Um, apart from the final death in the film, this is the only one that I can't really think of a reason why he's done it. I think, so the film ends with him talking to a psychiatrist and it cuts and we see him walking down a hallway in slow motion, leaving bloody footprints behind him being chased. So he's obviously killed a psychiatrist. Um, from memory, I can't really remember if she said anything that could have triggered him to do it. I think he kind of just does it to show that he is gone. Arthur Fleck is dead and Joker is now Arthur Fleck. Arthur is gone, Joker lives on. I really enjoyed this film. I would love to return to this universe. I feel... Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to do a video after this about a possible sequel idea that I've come up with. Um, You guys might be interested. You can probably find out on my channel. I might have linked it here if it's out already. If not, thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe. And let me know what you thought of the Joker in the comments below and if you agree with any of the things I have said. So thanks for listening and I will see you again soon. Bye. Thank you for choosing to listen to Tim Saxby on film. If you have enjoyed this video, I would really appreciate a like rating or subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you would like to submit a film to see reviewed by myself, you can comment on the most recent video or contact me directly on Twitter at TimXSaxby.